I don't know if this is like a new trend going on or something. I'm not sure. But um, I've met a lot of new people connecting with a lot of you. And um, many going through divorces or have gone through divorces or have been engaged or have had long-term relationships or lived with their significant other, fiance, boyfriend, girlfriend. And something dramatic, not dramatic, oh my lord, something traumatic, <laughs> it could be dramatic too, it depends, had transpired and had really, really cut deeply as far as like trust and hurt and betrayal and um, betrayed, same thing, um, that has ended up to where the flip side of once freeing oneself is not really wanting to be in another committed relationship. And many people, honestly, are connected with, are content being by themselves, um, have found peace and sol um, solitude, of just being free after learning how to maneuver on their own. I mean, that's like the position I'm in, you know? Um, literally just being tossed, being an army of one, you know, with my right-hand man snoring by my side and kitties, but just being tossed in something like that. Um, especially when you're dealing with disability. To me, um, it's twice as hard. It's like what going through a normal person would add on a disability, and it's like dealing with a double-edged sword. It's twice as hard. And now that I'm past two weeks in that, um, it's still hard with blue. I don't think I'll ever get over that. Um, videos and that, like I said, I still can't watch some of these videos. Um, it was for her veterinarian when she had seizures taken them. I would never thought my wildest, there's no way I would ever thought it would have been her last time. Um, she'd been with me. Me and Snorio and the kitty gang is just, uh, I don't think I'll ever get over that. That was really too hard. Uh, the way she passed was, mm -mm. no, I don't think I'd get over that. But learning to be an army of one and by yourself and finding some normalcy and I'm a structured routine person and finding that, it's been over two weeks. I'll have to say I'm 50% there, um, which is actually, I'm amazed at myself that I'm 50% there of trying and getting some kind of routine and structure and normalcy, you know? It's been tough. A um, couple of people I've connected with and a friend of mine yesterday of all saying the same thing is you have those moments where you feel alone, you feel lonely, you know, and rightfully so. Um, people I have connected with, either their children are not at home and they're an empty nester, or um, they have children but they're not, you know, obviously not living with them. Um, they're married, have their own family, and then there's people that, you know, like for reasons like myself, could not have children medically. It's tough all around, but I'm hearing the same thing. That the majority rules. That people are just learning to be comfortable in their own skin and by themselves, and being more comfortable of, I, I think it's just not, as, as everybody said, not dealing and having to go through what they did, which was really, really hard. I don't know if COVID forced everybody, which I think it had, done so is forced you being closer into a relationship or marriage that was already going south anyway wasn't doing good 
it was already unraveling. I think COVID just like intensified the bad relationships, whether you're married or you're living with someone, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance. I think COVID just took a really, I mean, it forced you to be closer in, 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 in a, you know, a tiny area, let's just face it. Um, nothing was hardly open and you're forced to be stuck in a household or around someone that things were unraveling anyway. And um, majority rules, it's uh, infidelity, trust, um, lack of respect, boundaries. With, with women, I'm hearing nothing but lack of respect from the significant other towards them as a woman. And I feel that because I, I definitely felt that. Um, I felt zero respect, none. Um, I never even got apology for so many, like not being treated well at all, at all. Um, and there was things that happened darn well, he knows, that are not okay. But I've also realized too, from talking to a couple of gentlemen is, you know, ladies, men knew, they know, men know how they're treating you. They know how to treat you and they know when they're not treating you well. And there's nothing wrong, there's, there's, there's no excuses. That's just how they're treating you. If a man's not treating you well, respecting you, and treating you as a lady or woman, move on. Don't let it go. Don't let it go long periods of time. I regret letting it go as long as I have. Um, would Blue still be alive? I question everything now because toxicity and stress and negative environment that it was being being created and generated um, over. It felt like I never, I would get like three days, maybe tops a break, then it was two days in one day and it would be all crazy after that. Um, I don't ever, ever want to be in that kind of situation ever in my entire life. Now that I'm away from it, absolutely. I don't think hell's a word enough. Insanity, craziness. Um, start thinking you're going crazy when you're dealing with somebody just constantly is like somebody said professional is doing everything to destroy the marriage because that's what they want and he did he destroyed the marriage he obliviated it i'm not comfortable around him period i'm not i don't want to be around that anymore did it take a toll i mean i lost three of my fur kids in a month Actually, four. I lost four in a month. Do I think there's a connection there? I mean, medically, you know, things are how they were. One was of age, one was sick. You know, Blue had epilepsies from jump. Um, and special, you know, he had cancer from jump. But does the stress, a stressful environment, make things worse on your health? Hell yes, it does. Hell yes. It does on your pets, it does on your kids, and, and most importantly, it does on yourself. I thought at times, I thought I was going crazy. It's crazy the things happening. I've never been around anything like it in my entire life, and I never, ever will again, so help me God on dying breath. I will never, ever be around somebody like that again. Um, it really wakes you up. It has woken me up, and I have changed permanently. Um, one thing I have changed is I will not, I will not, if someone puts you through a lot of hell and they don't have 
A decency as an adult to apologize. I will not put myself around the vicinity of anybody like that. I'll be a bigger person, wish you well. But there is no more. I will not be. No way, no how, no Jose. If somebody is too much in their head and ego and they can't apologize, then sometimes people need to understand too, your actions will speak for you. Apologies are just mumble words if you don't mean them and you're not sincere. That's the truth. I've not gotten anything from Eric, not apology or anything. Um, a lot of loose eye comments, intimidation comments, um, they don't phase me anymore. But I don't want to be around them. I don't want to be around them. I've got a billion reasons why. Let's not go there. I don't want to be around them. Um, I'm learning to take in and breathe in and be able to have peace finally in my life. And um, a lot of people I've connected with is big. It's a big word, peace. A lot of people are just are like, hey, I just want to have coffee in the morning, sit on my porch, and I don't have to worry about anything or anybody, cleaning up after them, taking the care of this, doing that, taking care of the kids. And he's not doing but 10%. Use excuse, oh, I work all day. What do you think I'm doing? I work part-time, not working full-time, taking care of the house. I'm a banker. I'm a child caregiver. I'm, I'm a cook. I'm a this, I'm a that. And my husband never respected me as a woman. He never appreciated but took nothing but advantage of me. I feel you on the advantage, take advantage of. I feel you. I mean, does it leave a sour, bad taste when you're in a marriage like that? Relationship? Yes, it does. You are not the same person. You grow tremendously. Your growth is just, there is no ceiling on your growth when you get out of a toxic environment, a relation like that. Um, there's no ceiling for personal growth of positive change. I'm definitely a believer of that because every day it goes by, I'm changing and evolving and growing. Um, for my sake, insanity for the better. I couldn't handle crazy. That was too, that was, oh, oh God. Oh God, no. Mm -mm. No, I don't want to be around and go, no, 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 never again. Um, is it the new norm? Are people now learning to be comfortable in their own skin and by themselves and don't feel the need to have someone else? It's seeming like we're going that way. Does COVID play a part of that? I think COVID did. It forced people in really tight quarters that were not, the marriage or relationship were already, you know, pretty much annihilated and then you're forced to be close to someone. Heaven forbid if they got you sick, you know? It, 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 there was a lot of domestic issues, a lot of domestic in the United States um, during COVID, probably everywhere around the world, but domestic um, violence was at all-time high during COVID. You're forcing people not getting along in marriages, relationships, and you're forcing them and locking them in for long periods of time. And fear, you know, obviously things were closed in general public. Um, it's forced people to be forced to be okay by themselves. And it's getting to be um, what I'm realizing from a lot of people communicating with, talking to and connecting with and new friends, you know, just meeting and connecting offline is the same thing. Is it a fear? I think it's a fear, yes. You don't wanna be, oh my God, you're in a really hellish, oh God, you don't want to, you don't wanna even, oh no. Your guards are way up. I would have to say my guards are so high up. My wall is so high up. It makes Great Wall of China look like it's, I don't know, in kitty land. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it makes you very aware of your surroundings, you know. Um, you learn a hell of a lot of self-respect. You may not have got it from your partner, but you'll learn it real quick 
when you leave that relationship and you get a good look and realize what you literally went through because you're not in anymore, it's downright damn scary. For me, it's damn scary. No way, no how. No. Um, and I was one that always enjoyed, you know, I didn't ever like dating. I was a committed person. Um, I have not by, I'll honestly say, is um, when that time comes and I'm comfortable, I would call it more companion, you know, because you do have times where you're lonely and you just want somebody to hang out with and, you know, and um, a friend, you know, you have to start as a friend, but more um, than that, wherever that may go, I was just not ready. Um, I wasn't planning on jumping right away. Um, I have a friend, we had talked and stuff, and um, just timing wrong, I'm just going to say. I need this time to myself, I really do. But I thought about it today, like, okay, blah, 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 blah. This month, I'm going to go ahead and put myself out there. And this month, and you know, I have, you know, things I need to attend to in that, but I also have a projected you know, picture of this month, I'm going to start, you know, um, I would say more companion for me, definitely companion, um, but I've learned so much, um, you can't pull wool over anybody's eyes when you go through something really, really extreme in a relationship or marriage, it's not, in a, in a not good way, a uh, very negative, toxic way. You're super aware of people, uh, especially opposite sex or love is love, same sex, when you're opening yourself up to companionship. Um, background checks and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I'll be doing background checks and stuff. Um, oh, God, yeah. Um, it's a society where it's hard to trust people, and that's the truth. you got to be extra cautious and careful and aware, especially you ladies out there. Um, don't be afraid. Uh, don't feel bad for doing it. Do it. Do background checks. Look into people, you know? There's nothing wrong with that and everything right. You're protecting yourself. It's self-respect, self-love, and that's perfectly okay. But one thing I have decided is, um, and I have felt this way, and I have not um, faltered on how I feel, it will not be public. Um, I will not be putting um, relationship, companionship, whatever you want to call it. It will not be open for discussion um, on podcasts or anywhere public. And the reason I'm saying is because I have, um, I love like history and I love like, you know, following like biographies, autobiographies, things like that. Dolly Parton's a big one on that. People who've kept their relationship and their marriages out of the public eye and how successful it's been when they're in the public eye. Um, and just in general, keeping that off of the web, keeping off of social media and having that privacy where you don't have people chiming in and stuff. Um, I think that's really important, and I, um, I think that at this point in my life, that's a wonderful thing to do, and I will not be changing my mind on that. It won't be open for public, that's for sure. Um, I'm just not going to, and I'm not going to change my mind on it. That part's going to be private. Um, there's a couple of close friends that I would trust to share, you know, that part of my life. Um, when I decide could be, or it could already be in one. I'm not going to say, cause that's the thing is I'm not discussing it. I don't think, 
um, podcast or any platform. I don't think it needs to be, and I don't think it's a place to be, and especially at my point of life and what I have learned and what I've gone through, I'm just not going to do it. Um, that's the truth. It's just not going to be open for discussion. And you see a lot of people that are, like, you know, in the public eye, and they have made decisions to keep their marriages and relationships under wraps and keep it out of the public eye, you know, and have that privacy for the relationship for both of you. I think that's, like, really, really important. If anything, I've learned a great deal about that, and I've learned a lot, and I'm just not going to do it. Um, I'm really not. There's no way, no how. I'm just not. Um, it's just not open for discussion. And I think that's a positive thing. Um, and a lot of people do that. Um, there are some people I've talked to that, that don't have it out in the public eye. And they kind of keep things under wraps. And um, as they said, I wish I would have done it a long time ago. It's just keeping it for themselves, the relationship. And there's nothing wrong with being selfish in that aspect. But um, I'm noticing just a lot of really bad marriages and um, relations people are getting out of. I really truly think it's just, um, this is a new way of life. And I really think COVID had a big, big factor in it. Um, like I said, it forced everybody that are in marriage relationships that weren't good. Um, even family settings, you're stuck as a family that you're not close to. Um, and it permanently broke a lot of ties and no turning back. But especially with relationships and marriages, it's destroyed a lot um, because there was no really no escaping except for maybe getting your car, but we're limited. And some of you out of the country, you were limited, couldn't get out of your own place. So um, there's a lot. I don't think it's just the United States, but all around the world, a lot of domestic violence going on. Uh, no, uh, not okay. God, not okay. Not okay. But it forced people, you know, it forced people to be in environments and under roofs and households together that weren't healthy, weren't good. And you get out of that and you finally realize peace and you will do everything. And I'll have to say myself, I will do everything in my power, everything, my last dying breath to preserve and continue this new way of life and having peace. Um, that's important. Peace, you know, but I've all realized too, is anybody who's caused a lot of problems in my life time of any time, um, and are not adult enough to apologize. And if can't, actions show. Um, I wish people well, but there's no way, no how. Um, don't allow yourself to get burned second time around. People are, people are aware of how they treat you. They're aware of what they've done to you. They're perfectly aware, and there's no excuse. If you're important, people will show you you're important if they want to be part of your life again. It doesn't need to be a word. Their actions will show what you are as far as importance. And if you are important at all, no matter how badly somebody burn you, and I don't care who they are in your life, their actions speak louder than words. Words sometimes are just mumbled up, just blah, blah. Actions, it seems like this day and age, really show people sincerity. But you ladies, tell me to say, don't have men use excuse. And love is love. Me and men, women, you know. People know how they're treating you. Your relation, your better half, your fiance, boyfriend, girlfriend, your husband, wife, know how they're treating you. They're fully aware and there's an excuse. And if somebody's not treating you well, I'm sorry, but that's what they think of you. And I've been on the receiving end of that. 
Um, and I've stuck around for it. And um, I think it was just a fear of standing on my own two feet, especially um, with disability and can I do it? It's been hard as hell. I'm gonna say it has been the toughest battle I have ever endured is being tossed. Um, being tossed solo on your own is not for the faint of heart, it's tough. Um, but I learned having, you know, you're allowed to feel and have emotions and you'll have your days and you're upset and you're allowed to cry and get out, but it's not, you can't continue it on the next day. Crying's not gonna help you to move forward. It's gonna allow you to feel and go through the emotion, yes. But you gotta really, really, I've realized I've had to dig deep within my soul that I didn't even think a part of my soul that even existed. I mean, the bottom part of my soul, I've had to dig in deep and every day to keep moving and uh, force my body to do things way beyond that it should be doing. Um, there's gonna be consequences and ramifications for it. Hell yeah, there is, but I don't have a choice. I had a, um, phone conversation and they needed to call me with disability and with the state and that and it was a lengthy phone call screenshot here almost an hour there was a lot of great questions asked i wouldn't even thought of or dreamed of um a lot of things that they're requesting from eric uh, they don't expect to get anything back at the request as they said it's easy to find somebody's social security number number i can see it right now and they can see everything um and we'll do it ourselves there's a lot of things when you're married to somebody and they're disabled, deemed disabled federally, that you cannot do, you should not do, and, and there's ramifications for everything. You're accountable for everything. That's life in general. Um, if somebody needs help, you know, give help, help people. Um, help people. Um, that's just some morals and decency as a human being. Help people when they need help. I can't stress it enough again. Help people when they need help, you know. That's everyone and anyone. Help one another. I don't know if COVID made people to where they don't want to help and they just stand back and watch and observe and nobody helps anybody anymore. I don't know. Did COVID do that? Maybe. It may be COVID thing. I don't know. I don't know. But I realize that this is a generation and time and era where you have to learn to be self-reliant and self-sufficient um, and dig deep. Um, when you're suffering from any chronic illness, you got to dig deep. Work with your doctors and providers like I have. Switch things up on medications if you're on them, on medication or different things. Um, if you're lacking the energy and maybe you need, you know, a supplemental, you know, vitamins or prescription vitamins or something. Um, there's also things as like um, supplemental like B shots and things. And there's holistic ways and means with specialists that they can connect you with. But uh, um I've learned I have to do what I gotta do and switch things up and continue on and it's been hell and by the time I lay down, I don't even have time to watch TV. I'm so exhausted I pass out. Um, it's 11.30 now, I'm finishing wash, I'm getting a shower. 12 o'clock, one o'clock a.m. has been the normal. Um, let's think about it, I'm taking care of everything. Everything, everything. And I, I, I'm taking care of everything. I'm gonna leave it there. Um, I'm forcing a body to do things way beyond that I should. I'm fully aware of that. And I had that conversation on the phone this morning. I'm fully aware of that. But they're also fully aware I don't have a choice. Um, and I've asked as it be for help. But you can't force people to understand we need help. So you rely on yourself. And you won't be disappointed. Because one thing at the end of the day I realized. I sure the hell haven't been disappointing myself. Actually, I'm damn proud of myself. Um, and that's the truth. That's the truth.